You're listening to the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast, powered by the North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce and regional leaders like AIS. We're on it. The business world is more competitive than ever, and running a business has never been more challenging. The North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce is here to help with trusted resources, a strong business network, and a support system to keep your business and North Central Massachusetts moving forward. We invite you to join the nationally recognized North Central Massachusetts Chamber today. Call 978-353-7600 or visit northcentralmass.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast. Travis Condon here with my colleague, Kat Deal. We are on the road once again. Kat, where are we at today? We are at Smith Country Cheese. Yes, located at 20 Otter River Road right here in Winchenden. We have one of the owners joining us today, Allie Catlin. Allie, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So, Allie, tell us a little bit about the history of the farm, because I know you bought this farm with your husband several years ago, uh, but it's actually been an institution in the area for a lot of years. So tell us a little bit about the brief history. Sure. So Dave Smith and his family built the creamery in 1985. They had cows at the time, but not as many as we have now, started making cheese. And then in 2016, my husband and I, along with my brother and sister-in-law, bought it. And now we have 200 cows. 200 cows. Yes. And they're just out there. Just behind the shop. Amazing. So I want to talk a little bit about your history with farming because I understand uh, that you and your husband both came from a law enforcement and a fitness background. I've done my research a little (laughs) bit. You're good. How does that translate into cheese making? It really doesn't. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. We always liked the idea of working with our hands and living a life where we are both in the outdoors but also making something, making a value-added product at the end of the day. And so when we heard that Dave Smith was trying to sell his farm, we called him out of the blue, we Googled the number, and we said, you're going to think we're crazy, we have no experience, but we would love to learn from you. And so long story short, we would come out while working our jobs, we would just come out on the weekends and make cheese, and he taught us everything. It was about 18 months of apprenticeship. Oh, wow. Yes. So I think the only thing we really took from our other jobs was just the ability to put your head down and work. (laughs) That's great that he took the time to turn it over to not only, I mean, to take that risk, right? Because you're giving a lifelong farm. You're giving something away that you built up. Right. And you're selling it to someone who has zero experience. So instead of just walking away, he took the time to train you. What a a unique experience that must have been. Yes. He always said he wanted to sell it to a family to keep it a farm and not develop the land. And we really understood that and respected what he wanted. And so we've kept his traditions and we've kept his recipes and he, he taught us everything we know. And does he stop by, check up on you? Yes. <laughs> he and his wife live right down the road and they come in all the time. Oh, that's wonderful. Yes. Yeah, they're great people. And it's amazing to hear that relationship because sometimes it is just kind of a pass the key on and, and forget about it. Yeah. Um, and, and sometimes that's what works best for parties, but it's great to hear that you have that relationship. Yes, it's rare. We're very fortunate. You are. That's great. That's great. It's such a nice local thing too, right? Yes. Like having them down the street, that must be, that must have been a great kind of a crutch that you could lean on and ask questions and have that even after the 18 months. Oh yeah. Even still today, something will break or we can't find something down in the basement that we need. And he knows exactly where everything is still. So he's a big resource to us. For you to be able to not just keep the farm going, but to actually expand, did Mm -hmm. you think it would expand as quickly as you have? No, we've, we're blown away by the response we've had from the community. 
the Smiths didn't really do much advertising. They didn't have an active social media presence, and that's the biggest thing that we changed. So we've been very fortunate in that regard. Um, but the growth has been more than expected, so we're, we're loving it. And a lot of folks might wonder, you know, what goes into a farm where you have cheese? Because you think of how much work goes into the farming and just making sure the cows are taken care of. So that's one side, but then you've got the whole cheese process too. So yeah, I don't know if you can tell us a little bit brief, just kind of what's involved in your day to day. Sure. Yeah. So it's really two different businesses. The cows are on a strict schedule. They're milked at four in the morning and four at night every single day. And we have a team of five people down at the farm, including my husband and brother-in-law who deal with that. So those are early mornings. And then on the creamery side of things, they bring up the fresh milk at 6 a.m. And we pump that into a tank. And it's about 12,000 pounds of milk a day that we're processing. 12,000 pounds? 12,000 pounds, yes. And it's about a 10-hour process, so I won't bore you, but a lot of it is paying attention to your time and temperature checks. And you're adding your cultures and your rennet. And by the end of the day, you ha- you're separating your curds and your whey. And what we do with the curds is we pack them into forms and press them. And you start with fresh milk in the morning, and then you have a block of cheese at the end of the day. And it's really cool. That must be so satisfying. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's a great process. It's a fantastic workout. Um, <laughs> high humidity, very hot room, which is what you want um, for your culture development. And by the end of about 10 hours, you have usually about a 10% yield from the milk we have. So we usually get about 100 to 120 wheels of cheese. Oh, wow. Yes. So when you're making the cheese, it's a very local process. And I understand it's very custom. And even your rennet is special. Yes, we use microbial rennet. So a lot of traditional cheesemakers use an animal rennet. We don't do that. Um, it's I have nothing against it, but you harvest it from usually the stomach of a baby calf. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we use what's considered a vegetarian rennet. And the Smiths always did that, and we do that too. And uh, the majority of our customers are really happy to hear that. That's interesting. Yes. So I'm, I'm just curious. So you have 300 cows. 200. 200 cows in yep. the back. You're making cheese. Is that the, what other What types of cheese do you make because just to get that amount of cheese every day we make gouda which we're known for that's what dave smith started yes my favorite oh thank you garlic gouda is 100 the best cheese in this area if you haven't tried it listeners you got to come out and get some (laughs) it makes a great mac and cheese Mm -hmm. for sure uh so gouda is what we're known for our smoked gouda is our best seller uh we just we cold smoke that with hickory wood and it's, it moves, which is awesome. We also make cheddar and we make Havarti. And then we now make our Gouda spreads, which we're known for, and our farmer's cheese. That's the only pasteurized cheese that we make, but that's, that's a nice, soft, fresh cheese. And that's a lot of different variety of cheese for such a small, what would be considered a small business because it's such a small retail space. Yes. But the farm, how much land do you have? We have about 44 acres. That's amazing. Yeah. One of the neat things when you come into the retail space, you mentioned that hickory wood smell. You, you smell that the second you step in the door. Yeah. And there's a window right to the left of the register. So can folks actually see some of the process when they look in there? Definitely. In our shop, we have a window into our packaging room. So you can see us cutting and labeling, wrapping cheese. And then 
we have a long deck in front of our shop and in the last few windows you can actually see into the cheese room so you can see us producing the cheese and we're very open about it. We want folks to see the care that we put into the process. There is a lot of hand take hand care that is taken to make the cheese. Yes. I've been lucky enough to take tours here and um, seeing the cheese process. And it's it is there's a lot of care being taken into the cheese. There there truly is. And and that's not the only thing that the cows give, is it? As I no, there is another side that the cows are a part of as well. Yes, there's another end to the business, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so we make um, what folks know as Otter River Black Gold Compost. We are now, it's a now certified organic product, and we obviously make a lot of manure, so we have to do something with it. And Dave Smith started this, so we have to give him so much credit, but it's a really wonderful nutrient source for your gardens, growing grass, fruits and vegetables. And we sell a lot of that. We ship to various garden centers, but a lot of folks come and pick it up themselves. And Smith's Country Cheese is very passionate about green initiatives. Yes. How much does this, I guess, back end of the job uh, play into, into those initiatives and your goals on that end? Yeah, very much so. We would have to find somewhere to put this what is considered a, a source of waste if we didn't make this and additionally the way that comes out of cheese production each day is also waste that some creameries who don't have animals need to pay to to get rid of it if you will our vet and nutritionist years ago had us start feeding it back to the cows so we will take the way that's left over from cheese and it's a, a nutrition source for them really so it's part of their diet yeah so they it's a true cycle that is very beneficial to the environment and to us. Yeah, and very low waste. Very low waste. What a great model to have in our region yeah. of a farm with 200 cows that is both ends of the business. Exactly. That's amazing. Yes. And when it comes to knowing how the cows are treated and knowing how, how the process works, you said you're very open. People can come. They can see yes. how this is made. They can see the cows. What's the reception like for people that come in to be able to have that experience and not just come in, buy their cheese and leave? I think it's... It's always a shock because uh, most customers who are new here don't know we have cows because you can't really tell or hopefully smell when you come in that we have 200 cows behind the store. So we, we do try to make an effort to tell everyone this cheese is made with our own cow's milk and we have them walk or drive down to the barns and see them. We want folks to know that they're clean and happy. They have dry, clean beds, and they're under the care of a nutritionist and a vet that are out here all the time. So we, we want everybody to think of it as a family farm. It is a family farm, and it's a great community partner as well. And we had some time while you were taking care of business to walk around the store. And one of the things that I have always loved about Smith Country Cheese and about this store is the partnerships. Mm -hmm. This is not just you selling cheese. If anybody comes, if you haven't been here, there is a amazing amount of products and I would say I, I want to say all but I know they're not all but it's a very large majority is all local oh yes can you tell us a little bit about how that's important to you and the business yeah, very important to us we try to have the majority of the products made in Massachusetts if not locally in New England all of our wine is made in Massachusetts all of our spices most of our crackers we carry a lot of product from Red Apple Farm we pick up fresh fudge and donuts from them every week we get fresh donuts once a month from Baked Bakery, which is out of Rutland, Mass. And we have a lot of crafters come in to sell things that they make. So we even have our neighbors make candles and bring them here. And we're always very open to chatting with new producers 
who want to sell their items in our shop. I think that's very important. And how important is it for these small vendors to have a place like Smith's Country Cheese where they can partner and they can bring their products to folks? I think it's very important. Several of them have told us that we're the only venue where they sell and then they may branch out after that or they may just work at craft fairs or a few small farmers markets. And so we like to think that the customers who come in here may discover them and, and follow them elsewhere. And when you hear about shopping local, I mean, this is a place where you can shop local. This it doesn't is, get yes. any more local than this. Yeah. Yes, very local. It yes. is. It, it really is. And so um, I'm just curious, how many staff do you have? We have nine up at the creamery, and that includes our cheesemakers and our packagers. And we have five down at the farm, and that includes our milkers and the folks who help make the compost. And then the four of us owners kind of do everything, whether it's making cheese or caring for the cows Things so like that's that. great that you're also a big community supporter in the terms that you're also providing jobs and skills yeah. that can be taken anywhere in the world. Yes. Yeah. We have such a good team. We couldn't do it without the folks who work with us. So very fortunate. You, you guys have also award-winning cheese. Yes. So tell us about that because as we're recording this podcast, uh, you had actually just found out yesterday that you got a new award from the best of central Massachusetts. Tell us all about it. Yeah, we got a phone call in the shop yesterday. I thought it was a joke at first. Uh, this gentleman said, you need to order your award plaque because you won best gourmet cheese shop in central mass. And I said, oh my gosh, I didn't even know we were a gourmet <laughs> cheese shop. And he said, yeah, a lot of folks voted for you. And we were just overwhelmed. It, w it made our whole day. So apparently we have supporters who are um, helping us out and we don't even know it. Well, people are definitely noticing, obviously, what you're doing here. And we'll be right back right here on the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast as we continue our conversation with Allie from Smith's Country Cheese over in Winchenden. The business world is more competitive than ever, and running a business has never been more challenging. The North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce is here to help with trusted resources, a strong business network, and a support system to keep your business and North Central Massachusetts moving forward. We invite you to join the nationally recognized North Central Massachusetts Chamber today. Call 978-353-7600 or visit northcentralmass.com. Welcome back to the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast. Travis Condon, Kat Deal here from the North Central Massachusetts Chamber. We are on the road over at Smith's Country Cheese at 20 Otter River Road here in Winchendon learning all about cheese and all about dairy farming with our friend Allie Catlin. Uh, one of the great things, too, I remember hearing a lot about Smith's Country Cheese, you know, during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. uh, you're hearing a lot about what small businesses were doing to pivot. And now that we're coming on the other side of normalcy, I think there's a lot of lessons to be learned. The way that you know, businesses were able to adapt and your, your store, your operation did a fantastic job at adapting. Can you tell us about the kind of to-go boxes that came as a result of that and how you were able to keep your staff going? And obviously you can't just not take care of the cows because there's a yeah. pandemic. Yeah, absolutely. Luckily we were deemed essential because we are um, a dairy farm. So we're producing milk every single day. And our biggest concern was keeping our staff employed, like you mm -hmm. said. And so we decided really quickly we need to come up with something, a model where folks were comfortable coming to the store and still felt safe, but were able to get the cheese they needed. So we started making these what we called meal kits. And of course, we went local. So we would pick a recipe that we liked. For example, we did steak and cheeses for our, one of our first meal kits. And we got local bread made from a bakery in Worcester that we knew. And then we got steak from Valley View Farm and, of course, paired it with our cheese. So we put it on the website and put it on social media, 
order your cheese, your steak and cheese kit, come pick up, we'll walk it to your car. You don't even need to come in the building. And there was a recipe included and we got a really good response. So we kept doing it. We did a taco kit with local tortillas. We did a pizza kit with local dough from Winchenden. So those, those really took off and um, really helped us keep our staff on. And not only that, but you're also helping out your fellow local businesses. Yes. Yes. When we called the Mexican restaurant in Worcester that we worked with and said, I need 300 tortillas in a couple of days. Can you make that happen? They did. And they were really happy. So because folks weren't eating in their restaurant at that time. That's amazing to take the partnerships and to really expand them to do something like that. And you also now have holiday boxes. Yes. So can you tell us a little about that? Because I know I've been on the website now. I just went on the website when I got here and looking at ordering cheeses and looking at doing that. Is that something you guys have always done? Is that something you always did as a holiday box? Yeah, the Smiths started this. So again, we can't take credit. They always did cheese baskets to ship. And the only thing we've changed is just adding in some more local products as an option. So we have tried to make it very simple. You pick three, four, or five types of cheese. We'll ship them anywhere in the contiguous U.S. or you can come pick them up. And then we always have the option to add local crackers, local wine, local charcuterie, and any other gifts. So sometimes people will come in and buy ornaments and we'll pack those too. And do you find that your products are being uh, consumed all across the country? Yeah. Yes. We have people who will post online, hey, I saw your cheese in North Carolina or in Florida, Colorado. We do have several small wholesale businesses we work with all across the country. So we we even ship to a wine shop in Hawaii, which is always exciting. I want to go with the package when we ship that. That needs to be hand delivered by Hand Allie. delivered, We're just yes. putting a plug in for Allie to go to Hawaii. <laughs> yes, please. So Kat mentioned your website. So can folks actually order directly off their website or do they yes. need to call the store? Or how's it work? No, you can order right online. Or if you want to call, you can call, you can come in. We will take care of you. Yeah, the, when I when we came in, you were on a call with a customer, and you could tell the questions that they had. They weren't aware of all of their options, and you just kept giving them more options, and you could <laughs> hear from your side of it how happy they were. Customer yeah. service seems to be a very important part of your Huge. business. Po- Huge. Yeah. Yes, I always tell our staff. I don't care if you don't finish the things I've given you for the day, if you're taking care of a customer, whether it's a phone call or someone who's in the store, that is incredibly important to us. It's our name, it's our family. So if somebody gets a bad experience here, that is unacceptable. You know, you were saying that you guys had purchased the farm. I'm just curious because it is still Smith Country Cheese, yeah. obviously from the previous owner. Is your plan to keep it Smith Country yes. Cheese? Everyone knew the name. It's a fantastic brand that the Smiths, the Smiths developed, so we didn't want to change that. That's a lot of brand awareness. I agree. Yeah, I agree. thank you. But I just, I, I just have a question because I've always wondered this. Why did you buy a farm? <laughs> like when you're, you, you gave your little bit of description at the beginning, but that's a huge journey. Like that's a big, a big decision. Yeah. Huge commitment. Yes. You know. Yes. I don't know. I, um, I chalk it up to pregnancy hormones. <laughs> I was just about to have my first daughter when we called Dave Smith and my husband and I were like, this sounds really cool. We so want to work with our hands. You're both doing this with a newborn on the way. Yeah. Which is also not easy to do no. on juggling careers. Yes. There was a, a lot of changes. We sold our house. We left our jobs. We had a baby and we bought a farm. We're still married. We bought a farm. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the reason is we wanted our children to have a, a way of life where they understood that hard work hopefully pays off get outdoors, get dirty, it's okay, um, work hard and, and be involved in your community. And our previous jobs were wonderful, but this was more tailored to that 
lesson that we wanted to teach them. Now, growing up, did either of you have that outdoor experience that you're describing? Very minimally. <laughs> I worked some farmer's markets in college at a, a farm in Lunenburg. So we'd go into Boston and I would do those during mm-hmm. my summers. And then my husband worked at Neshoba Winery, helping them with their grounds work. And, and we loved it. Those were great jobs. So that kind of opened the doors down yeah. the road. Yeah. Now for your little ones, I know you've got one that's very little, uh, but for the others, have you taken them around the farm? Do they get to see what mom and dad do? Yeah, definitely. Are they farm helpers? They are. <laughs> yes. The two, our two older girls are getting really good at driving the skid steers and they're helping at the register now. So although the other day they rang up over a million dollars in kids' toys and uh, jams. So we're working on that. Um, but yes, we want them to learn everything. Yeah. That, Even if excellent. they don't want to take over the farm someday, they need to know how to do every job from sweeping to making cheese to cleaning cow poop. Yeah. It's a lot of lessons to be learned and a lot of hard work. And I think that's a great idea that you're looking to not necessarily continue. You're not telling them they have to take the farm, but there's a lot of lessons that they can learn from it. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of lessons, for people who are thinking about going into the business for themselves or thinking of purchasing a business, looking back at your experience, what's the one piece of advice you would give them for someone who's kind of waiting to take that leap and on the fence about it? That's a good question. I would say be prepared for never really having that separation between work and home, but nothing beats being your own boss. So if you're up for that challenge and you want to work hard, it is worth it. Yeah, it is worth it. I look around and I know that, you know, I came here before you had purchased, been here many times after you've purchased, and there's a lot of hard work that goes into this. Yes. So that's great advice for someone starting any business. What's the biggest thing you learned or the hardest lesson you learned about owning a farm? Oh. Is it the cows, 200 cows? I can't get over there's 200 cows I back know, there. I know, I think it's just that at the end of the day, there's nobody to blame or fall back on, if you will. You know, you can't, you can't call mom or even if an employee makes a mistake, I, I know it's because it's something I didn't communicate to them. So you have to be very humble or you learn to be humble because if something happens um, or something goes wrong, it's, it's on you. And I think that's the biggest lesson is you got to take the blame even when you don't want to. <laughs> and how important are farms for folks that are, are listening to this now and hearing about a farm and you know, they might just go to the grocery store and get their cheese. How crucial are farms to our food supply chain and to the economy here in North Central Massachusetts. So important. Whether it's you know agritourism or we saw during the pandemic how scary it was at the grocery stores when you couldn't find certain items. We have so many local producers and farmers around where you can get things that you need to survive. And they're out there working hard every day and you can drive there and support them instead of always ordering online or going to box stores. And I have nothing against those things, but... It, it really is important when, you know, again, back to the pandemic, you realize how scary and volatile the supply chain can be. And so supporting small farms like us and others around us is, is really crucial to the economy and, and your food chain. Yeah, I think that you're right. I think it showed how fragile we are in yeah. terms of our food supply and our food chain supply. And having farms local, you know, a lot of people I don't even know realize that Winchenton, and you're not the only farm either. Oh no. Like there's so many farms in this region and yes. how great it was that you were not only deemed essential, but that you were able to, you know, also help the local communities still have food 
and meal kits and all that. And that's a great partnership. And that's one of the things I, I, I know I've said several times with Smith Country Cheese is a partner, you're a community partner. And yes. I think that's a really important thing for people to understand. Yeah, thank you. We take that seriously. So Allie, with the holidays coming up, um, just curious, um, are you guys expanding hours here at the store or what are your, what is, what can people, when can people come? So we're open every day except Monday, 10 to 5. We're closed Mondays, but if you really need to come, we're here making cheese and we leave the door unlocked. So. <laughs> we're always here. Now, we might have to edit that out. <laughs> now, if folks are looking to ship products for the holidays, they want yes. to make sure that it gets to folks by a certain date. Yeah. What's the deadline that they have to yes. order these boxes and these kits or these, this cheese? Yeah, great question. So our last day to ship is um, December 20th, which is a Tuesday. If you're shipping far away outside of New England, we really recommend getting your order in the previous week, which is next week. And um, we just with UPS delays, it's it's very smart to, to order ahead from anywhere. But um, definitely the 20th is the last day to ship. So we would need your order in probably before noon that day. Now, if someone comes in and they're a little overwhelmed by the, the cheese case right there and they're yeah. not sure exactly what they want to go with, how does that process work? How do they determine what's the right fit for them, I guess? We always ask, do you like sharp cheese? Do you like mild cheese or soft cheese? And that kind of gets the conversation going. And then we always tell them what we love. And usually people like to go with what the cheesemakers recommend. I would do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, Allie, we want to thank you so much for joining us. And for those who have been listening today, we've been chatting with Allie Catlin. She is one of the owners over at Smith's Country Cheese at 20 Otter River Road right here in Winchenden. We've had a good time this afternoon here on the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. You've been listening to Inside North Central Massachusetts. This podcast is produced by the North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce. For more information on this episode, links to other episodes, or if you have any questions, please visit northcentralmass.com.